everyone. Welcome. This is the Breaking Free Show, and I'm Marilyn Shannon, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. Hope you're all doing well and uh, having a good first of the year. What are you up to? Hmm, love to know. Anyway, anytime during the show, please feel free to connect with us. You can come into our chat, just put your name, nickname, whatever you like, and you can communicate with us there. You can contact us through Skype at Computers2K Voice. That would be voice, not video. Computers, that's plural, the number 2K Voice, so you don't have to worry about what you look like. And then you can always call us at 919-518-9773 right into our studio, and I'd love to chat with you because today we're kicking back, and it's going to be like a little fireside chat. I'm welcoming you into my living room, and we're going to be having some conversations today about the calm after the storm. Hold on a second. Before we get started, I want to say hi to Amnon. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Amnon. How are you? I'm well. And you? I'm just fine, thank good, you. Good, 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 good. So before we get on with what I have planned, yeah. would you fill us in? I love every once in a while when we do this, when we kind of have this little fireside chat and we're in our living room and imagine you're in my living room and there's a fire going and we're just hanging out and we're just talking, kind of chilled back, that you kind of fill us in on what's going on in the world of technology. So The only so thing that people should be aware about these days is Windows 7 reached Re is reaching end of life tomorrow. And what does that mean exactly? That means that you're not going to get any more updates. They're not going, it's not like your computer is going to stop working. Your computer is not going to stop working. God knows I still have one computer running Windows XP, which died 10 years ago. Yeah. They run. It all depends what you do. If you're connected to the internet, you should upgrade to Windows 10. You should, and it's not a big thing. You just need to get to to buy it and, and do install it. it, and it'll keep everything. And if probably most of your programs, unless they're real old, will keep on running. You will not know the difference other than, but it looks different. Is that so? Is so when they do a major when they keep doing those updates, and you yeah. have an older one. So the so is the major difference in how it looks. For the yeah. most part? Well, no, no. There's functionality. Uh, no, I mean, the, there's other things yeah, in the there. Yeah, the functionality. But. And if you are a Windows user, like you like to go to File Manager and to Control Panel, and do, uh, it's going to be hard to find it. They, they, in their infinite wisdom, decided people don't need to know how to go there. People need to just use it. And me being in technology... I I can't stand it because you know where to look. I still not all the way. I mean, I'm I'm using Google a lot when I work with Windows 10. You know, where is this? Where is that? Yeah, you can find out, but a lot of them are just takes too long to find out. It takes out, too I long, think. and they makes no sense. They're right, not right, intuitive. Right. They're anyway, but it needs to be done. What are we up to? What to version are we up to? That's it. Windows, 10 is it. 10 is it. And I think they said that they're not going to do anything newer than that. They're just updating it. And it's Windows 10, uh, 1909. That's the version, the edition. Okay. Now, and that, that's when they do updates like two times a year, three times a year. 
that number goes up. So they'll just keep updating it, but they won't. Yeah. It won't be a new Apparently, version until they change their mind. Right. And uh, yeah. I mean, come exactly. on, aren't? Is, I mean, that's what happens, right? Well, but that that's what happens, and it it drives one crazy. But hey, you want to stay in the windows in the in. Well, it's not you want to stay in the yeah, Windows which, world. I mean, there's you not wanna, much choice. You want to stay right. compatible with the market, especially yeah. professionals. You have to. There's just Well, you know, I get asked a lot of times by authors, what should they write their book in? Word, pages, whatever it is. And I always tell them Word because most editors right, are usually. editing in yeah. Word. They're not editing in pages. So you make it easy for yourself and just do it in Word. Right. It'll be cheaper too. It, well, because yeah. they don't have to use the editor; doesn't have to convert and do all kind and of stuff. And, right, yeah. it's easier. So yeah. you know, you, so that's so that's part of the three sixty five suite. I mean, what is three sixty five? Yeah. is is Microsoft Office the suite, the whole thing? No, oh, okay. It's Microsoft. I mean, three sixty five is like. Getting office but paying for it every year. And you don't have to buy a new version. Like today, you can buy Office 2019. And it's everything. But in three, four, five years, right. you would want to change again. Right, right, right. So 365, With 365 you don't. You, you don't. You just, okay. I mean, until they decide that. Change 365 <laughs> to 366. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I'm not. I'm not a believer in that. I'm, I believe you should get the version, mm-hmm. have it with you, and use it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of businesses using 365 because it makes sense. It's right. easier to update right, everybody. Right, right. Everybody one time. Yeah. Exactly. Well, if you have any questions about any of this right now, you are welcome to call in. I'm not here, and if he knows the answer, he'll give it to you, or he'll search on Google and give it to you from there. He's He's the Google man. So anyway, 919-518-9773. Please feel free to contact him, us here right now, or you can come in on um, in our chat. You can come in on Skype, whatever you like. So just, you know, do that. So what are we talking about today? So it dawned on me uh, in my travels this week that, you know, I, I, all of a sudden it hit me, the calm after the storm. And what does that mean? The storm being, of course, we just came out of the holiday season, you know, holidays starting in like the beginning of November. But if you really want to talk about it, it includes Halloween. <laughs> I mean, really, right? So it's this, you know, from way back then till about now, we've been in somewhat of a harried, stormy state. Even when, you know, last week wasn't the, you know, the first, the first was already you know, two weeks ago. But, you know, coming back after the first of the year, it really takes a lot of people that next week to kind of grab hold, kind of breathe a little bit, kind of go, and then to realize that they're living again, they're breathing again, they're slowing down, they can look around and, you know, see their home, see their life right in front of them. So I wanted to talk about this notion of the calm after the storm and what that really means. And when I really sat down and started kind of thinking about it in, in, the, in my terms, in my life, 
And I'm kind of wondering if you all feel the same way as I do, that there's always a storm after the calm, after the calm, at the storm after the storm. It's always just ongoing. There's never just, uh, you know, the calm after the storm for you to catch your breath. There's always something going on in our lives that we can call a storm or we can call a calm. I, um, you know, had a wonderful holiday. I hope, you know, all of you did as well. My holiday, you know, includes Christmas and Hanukkah because I'm Jewish, but there's Christmas all around me, so why not celebrate that too and the, first, and the new year and all of that. And as soon as I hit, you know, the 2020 and I said, oh, this is going to be 2020, perfect vision year, right? 2020 is like, you know, you got really good vision. A really dear friend of mine and uh, daughter, an old friend, isn't feeling well. And it kind of hit me. And that was like the first day, the second day of the new year. And I'm going, wow, I was like ready for kind of like this calm. And there isn't going to be one as far as this piece of my life is concerned. Now, the rest of my life, and it's not about me, but I can feel for these people. I love them. My children love them. We all kind of grew up together. Um, that part of my life is in a storm state whenever I think about it. My, I feel bad. I feel sad. What can I do to help them? You know, I spiral into memories of, you know, this, this young woman who's 35 years old, same age as my youngest daughter, and it's like, whoa. So that part of my life is kind of in an uproar. But then the rest of my life right now, there's really good parts. So I want to talk about this. So let, Amnon, if you can go to that first slide, please. So the calm after the storm, after the calm, then after what? What comes after that, right? Because it's constant. So it's, it's, we're constantly going to be in a state of something. Okay, you can come back to me now. <laughs> so we're always going to be in a state of something and we're always you know always I don't always like to use the word always but when you take a look at your life there are parts to it that seem you know chaotic and then there are parts that seem to be working fine and then there are parts that you can't even decide what they are because they're just out of this world so you know we're going to be talking a lot about this and then in some cases what do you do about it like how do you handle the calm how do you handle the storm how do you I mean what's it like and here's one one thing I want to mention about the calm is when you notice calm in any way shape or form in any part of your life like for me right now one of the things that I'm noticing is to be very grateful for the parts of my life that are calm because that other part is very is painful and I so I'm saying you know I'm I'm grateful for the other parts and that part is hard and I'm grateful for the love I feel for these people I'm grateful for the relationship we've had I'm grateful that we all can be there together if needed but it's, it's not the same as being grateful that um, I have free time now. That's a different story. I have more free time now 
to do some things that I couldn't do before. So there's a way of talking to yourself. There's a way of, you know, reasoning things out. So keep that in mind as we talk. Okay, so now we're going to go to the next slide. And what it says is, the calm before the storm is when you prepare to meet it. The, the calm after the storm is when you realize you beat it. And I think that's a really cool part, is to recognize when you've come through the storm and you have risen above it, you've risen through it, you've gone around it, you've gone through it, you can bring me back, thank you. You've come through it, you've, you've noticed this, you've noticed that, and, but you've come through it. And in, in an essence, that's beating it. Beating the storm is when you realize, whew, and you look back, you reflect, and you go, hmm, that was pretty good. I, I mean, I did all right. Here I am. And even when you take a look and you think, oh, I could have done this differently, I could have done that differently, you know, do it. If you're going to do it, do it at least with love and forgiveness because you're looking at it now in retrospect. It's so much easier than when you're going through something to look back and go, oh, shoulda, woulda, coulda. And if I had done it this way, yeah, 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 that might be possible. But in essence, if you can pick out what you could have done, you know, differently based on now and it's all over and you've learned something, that's great. Take it to heart. Let it, let it make you stronger for the next time. Let it make you stronger to handle the calm. Let it make you stronger for whatever pops your way in the future. You know, that's how we get stronger. That's how we're able to handle our lives bigger and better, you know, whenever we can, because we need as much of whatever we can as possible. Okay, the next one. So after rain, there's a rainbow. After a storm, there's calm. After the night, there's a morning. And after an end, there's a new beginning. Now, that kind of goes without saying, doesn't it? So no matter when you are going through something, there's going to come a time when you're going to come through it in one way, shape, or form or another. And there, I haven't seen a storm, a raging storm, stay forever. You know, recently, and I don't know if this is even a good analogy or a metaphor, but recently I've been reading some books about the Holocaust. And they're awful. I mean, I just read one called The Nightingale. I don't know if any of you have read it, but it is a very powerful book. And, you know, times it was very hard to read, painfully hard to read. Like, I'm asking myself, why am I putting myself through this? It was, I, and I listen to books. I don't really, like, sit and read them because of my eyes. I mean, you're seeing me like this. Can you imagine if I have to read a book? But I love books. Well, at the end of this book, I was boo-hooing. I was hysterically, hysterically crying. I, um, I just was feel so touched by the characters in this book and where they found themselves at the end of the book, where they found themselves in love at the end of their at the end of the book where they found themselves strong at the end of the book, 
Now, I didn't live during the time of the Holocaust, and there are plenty of things that are going on day to day that are horrific that I'm not living through. Maybe I've lived through my own horrific things, and I look at them and go, oh, my God, will this ever friggin' end? And some way, some shape or form, they sort of kind of do. And they don't end, end, they just transform into something else. And in that something else, we find some kind of strength, some kind of connection to something else. So some kind of new beginning. And some things, my friends, my loved ones out there, are very, very, very hard to get over, very hard to move through, and very hard to see the rainbow. But some way, there's something there that we do get to see. So whenever you can, find yourself in an opportunity to see a new day, a new rainbow, a new moment, a new hand shake, a new friend, take it. Take it if it helps you get through it. Okay, next one. God's presence is not the calm after the storm. It's the steadfastness during it. Okay, keep that in mind. It is not, it's easy to find a divinity, a God, a this, a that, a spirituality sometimes in the calm. It is not always in that that we see it. We see it when we maintain our composure, when we don't go crazy, or when we don't go as crazy. That's where we see it. We see it when we get that support, that help, when in a smile of confirmation, in a, in a hug from a loved one. That's where we see it. And many years ago, I read this book that I don't remember the whole book. Honestly, to tell you the truth, don't remember the whole book, but it was impactful. But what I do remember is the title of the book, and it was called God on the Edge. And I'm not here as a minister. I'm not doing that. I'm not a, a priest, a minister, a rabbi, or none of that. But it's easier to find that in, when things are going well. It's another thing to find faith when things are not going well or when they don't look like they're going well, when they look like there's a struggle. It is hard to believe. So any chance you can to believe when things are good, help you when things are not looking so pretty. And that's where you, you have strength. So take it from when you come and, and just hold on and find that little piece of gratitude that keeps you going. Okay? Next one. Every day, uh, I'm sorry, here we go. Sometimes there is no time to wait for the sea to calm down. If you have to reach your target, let your voyage start and let the storm be your path. Well, sometimes you can't just wait for the calm to happen. You have to allow the storm to push you to urge you, to entice you, to worry you to death in order to find some kind of calm. And it could be, you know, it doesn't have to be a raging fire to move you. It can be a small 
small kind of um, storm. It doesn't have to be a fire. But sometimes in both of those, we find our strength to say, okay, enough of this. Enough of that. Enough of her. Enough of him. Enough of it. Enough of something to say, okay, I'm done with this. Let me move forward. Enough is enough. And I, we, honestly, we all have that. I'm, I'm having it, you know, every week, you know, I, my husband and I very often, we pack our breakfast, we pack our lunch, and, you know, we're off for the day because, you know, I like to save a little money, so I like to have my food in the car when I'm out and about. I don't want to have to go and go through drive throughs I don't want to have to go into restaurants. I don't want to have to spend that extra money that I wouldn't be spending if I was home. So I pack food. And you know what? Yesterday, I spent about three hours in the kitchen preparing food for the week. And my husband helped some, and he was doing some things, and I was doing some things, prep this, prep that. We made breakfast, lunches, and some dinners for the week. And I'll tell you what, I am breathing such a sigh of relief because when I got up this morning, I didn't have to start to do all that. I already, and, I, and I can't tell you I've always looked at other people doing it and said, oh, that's great. I didn't. I'm like, mm, are they anal? Well, I'm going to tell you what. I had my anal moments yesterday because now I can get up in the morning and I can just put them in containers and I can go and I'm saving so much time out of the struggle of trying to get it ready and rushing out and oh, got to get to an appointment. I don't have to go through that. So that little bit is helping me. So wherever you can kind of address something, it can be, like I said, it can be huge or it can be small. Yes, my preparing food is, is small in the scheme of things, right? But hopefully it's preventing something big. But anyway, I don't know, but probably is. Do what you can. Ask yourself, like, what can I do in this situation? What can I do to support myself? What can I do to help myself not have to go through this? Because let me tell you what, you can't control much in life. Honestly, you really can't. There's very little we can control. So I could have said yesterday, let me go and prepare all this food and then my stove blow up. I mean, honestly, there's not much you can do. So wherever you can, give yourself some solace, some support, some something. Go ahead and do it. Because the other times that you, you try and you set out to try and you can't, you just accept it. And I think it's really the times that you are able to make a plan and stick to the plan helps you when you can't. And it's a game because not only you can't always do it. So, you know, it's great. Find that thing. What is it? When it's, you make a plan for something in the week, being flexible, that if, if it works, great. If it doesn't, okay, now what? So what, now what kind of thing? So prepare yourself as best as you can for whatever that might look like. All right? Okay, next one. Okay. And once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked in. That's what this storm's all about. Okay. So, 
what you want to know. So what you want to figure out is not much. Just, just know that we are constantly in flux. We are constantly changing. We are constantly growing even when we don't know. And we don't always notice those small changes, the things that help us be bigger and sometimes the things that knock us down. We don't, we're not always aware of those small little stresses or the big things that we go through that are great until some point we turn around and go, oh, I can't do it anymore. That's not always from a small thing. It might be the small that broke the camel's back, but it's been constant smalls. Or we don't always know what makes us be big and ready to capture the world. We don't always know that. But just know that every time, for the most part, when you come through something, you are not going to be the same person. And sometimes you don't even know where you get the strength from. But if you, if you knitted your strengths like a tapestry, you'll see, ah, I got a little from here, and I got a little from there, and I got a little from him, and I got a little from her, and I got a little from who? Oh, I don't know what even their name is. But we learn constantly. Wherever we are going, from wherever we've come from, we're constantly absorbing information, constantly giving out information, constantly. So you never, you know, we're never stopping, right? Even when we're not aware, we're, we're taking things in, and our body language, our cells, our eyes, our this, our that, they're giving off information. So we're constantly moving constantly so sometimes we don't know I mean you can look back on the last several months of the holiday season when you were frantic maybe when you were running here running there you don't sometimes look back and go how did I even figure that out sometimes it makes me even laugh sometimes I'm sitting with someone something comes out of my mouth I'm like where did that brilliance come from I have no idea but it didn't just come from me I mean, I don't take all the brilliance coming out of me as me. I take it from coming out of from from coming out of me from stuff I picked up all around me. It's not just me. Brilliance can't just come out of me. And I laugh, so I know I'm I'm picking it up. From, I'm listening. I'm picking it up from other people, even when I'm not aware. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm taking it all in. Same for you. You're listening, and you're taking in this, and you're taking in that, and you're giving this off, and you're giving that out. And that's how it works. So we don't always know. But you know what? You can be sure that it's coming. So please feel free. Yes, it's coming. 919-518-9773 or Computers 2K Voice on, in our chat. And we have our um, Skype. You know, come in there. Whatever you like. Just come and join us. Share with me your thoughts, your feelings, your experiences. You know, how you, how did you make it through? something what happened to you lately that you take a look and go by the grace of god how did i how did i even manage this one you know i find myself sometimes it's interesting like this morning i have you know getting myself ready to leave for the day and all of a sudden i realize damn i forgot this and then i'm like mm, 
But then I realized, well, that's a good thing that I remembered it before I left the house. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to climb the stairs again to go upstairs to get this, to get that, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, oh, but at least I remembered it before it got too late. So any opportunity you can to give yourself some credit, give it to yourself. All right, next one, Amnon, please. Do you have any comments yet, Amnon? Do you have any thoughts? Anything ringing a bell for you here? No? Okay. Fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. Uh, we're everything. Energy is everything. We're everything. We're the storm. We're the calm. We're the calm before the storm, the storm after the calm. We're the the, we're, the, we're it all. So we create, I don't know about the comments that, you know, you hear sometimes we create this, we create that, but I think we do in, in some ways in how we look at things. But now there are things that, you know, they are stormy and you, it's hard to look at a death of a loved one. It's hard to look at tragedy. It's hard to look at things that happen to us personally, illness, and all those things as anything less than a storm or more than a storm. It's hard. I mean, I, you know, we're human. And taking a look at that stuff, you know, things that we go through, you know, it's hard to be human. It is not easy. You know, it is not easy being superhuman and not having certain things affect us or having them affect us the way you know, it's kind of unreal to have them affect us in these, oh, you know, let me learn from this, let me learn from that. It's hard. I'm not telling you it's easy, but every chance you can to take a step in your greatness and your goodness and your learning and your this and your that will help you through it. Will give you, you know, hope whenever you can get it. With some things, you can get it. With other things, you know, sometimes you just want to curl up and go to bed. And, and, and if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. And the less you go to bed, maybe the better. You know, maybe, you know, last month you went to bed uh, 10 days out of the month. This time you go to bed nine and a half days. And I'd say hallelujah. Anything you can do to build your, your energy, your resistance, your awareness of things, your whatever it is, you do it. And then the times that you can't, you can't. And when you can't, maybe you can't a little bit better than, the, than when you couldn't the last time. I mean, we have to be realistic about things. Not everything is easy. And, and, and some storms are just like brick walls. They're hard to get past. But and any opportunity you can, try it. Okay, next one, Amnon, please. All right, this is one of my favorites. Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. Again, you know, sometimes dancing isn't so easy in that rain. Sometimes it's coming down really hard, and the rain is hard. It hurts. Sometimes it's like icicles. Sometimes it's hail. 
it's it's it can be like sleet but if you can find an opportunity any opportunity to seek some kind of blossom some kind of daylight some kind of something grab hold some kind of prayer some kind of way of breathing that helps get you through it you know so whatever you can you know helps you know having a spiritual connection can help being part of a community can help you know you can cry your guts out in the lap of someone else is a whole lot better than crying your guts out alone so I know that may give it just gave me the, the chills when I said that but it's really the truth you know I mean it does change something in what's happening so any opportunity you can to recognize you know something good will be better and that's my prayer for everyone that's my prayer for myself is that whenever there's something awful that we have to go through that you know we see a little sunshine we see a little daylight you know we have the lap of a friend we have you know someone to hold on to we see a child who hasn't got a clue what's going on brighten up your day ever so slightly but take ever every opportunity for ever so slightly to make a difference all right please call me 919-518-9773 or you can come in on computers, that's plural, then the number 2K voice on Skype voice. Or you can join me in my chat. You know, just put your name, whatever you like, and share a quote. Share a situation you have. Share anything. You know, maybe you're having trouble getting through something. And we can specifically talk about that specific thing. It would be my pleasure and my honor to, you don't have to give your name, you know, just talk about it you know maybe you've you've you have a calm that you've never had before in something love to hear it you know one of the things that's a really great feeling is when you I mean, I've heard this from people a lot lately is when they are about to prance on somebody you know about to get angry about something that's stormy and then they don't they find something within themselves in a split second that helps them get through it. You know, something that they sense, they hear, you know, in their sensing that allows them to realize something else and they don't, they don't yell, they don't scream, they don't get angry. They just find a way of kind of jumping past it, kind of flying past it. And a feeling that a lot of that, has has been transmitted to me from people is it's like floating so try it if you feel like you're gonna get angry at the cashier at the grocery store or the waitress doesn't give you something in a restaurant or you know your husband your wife your partner your sister your brother your mother whatever it is hold you know in a way hold that anger breathe you know imagine something else Imagine how you feel when you do allow yourself and to get into that anger. How, how 
awful it feels, what the recovery time is like. It is an awful feeling to find yourself swirling in anger. So see, see how it feels when you don't allow yourself to go into that anger, when you find something else to replace that with, where, you know, forgiveness, compassion, understanding, you know, telling yourself the anger is not worth it, whatever it is that you can find yourself to get out of it, then feel the feeling, that flying feeling of what it feels like when you didn't allow yourself to get angry. It is amazing, that feeling. It's, it's just goosebumpy. And I, and I would suggest you feel that. Try it. See what happens. Okay? All right. Next one. Here we go. No relationship is all sunshine, but two people can share one umbrella and survive the storm together. So a lot of relationships are stormy. I mean, we all have had them, whether they are loved ones, you know, your partner, whether it's a child, whether it's your mother, you know, your boss, an employee, an employer, your, you know, sweet mate, you know, lots of relationships are easily triggered and they are not easy and they are stormy and complicated. And we learn the most we really are going to learn in a relationship. I mean, think about tennis. You know, if you play tennis or something with someone who's a little better than you at something and you're a little better at them at something else, then you both learn. So find a way inside of relationships to get your learning. And sometimes you can't tell somebody else how to, how to, how to learn for themselves. You know, you can hear that old quote, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. The only one you can somewhat control and somewhat support is yourself. And you hope and you pray that by being the change, as Gandhi said, other people will be the change too. You've got to be that change. You have to be that love bug. You have to be the person who doesn't expect anything from anybody. And you just do your best to be your best and, and just be consistent in that and not take any less, okay? So relationships are hard. They, many of them are. And it's hard to, you know, with my grown children, it's hard. I, I sometimes have to, you know, walk a little on eggshells when I want to make a point. But it's, it's okay. It's comfortable. It's not a hard eggshell. It's like, okay, how do I handle this? I have to pre-think sometimes how I want to express myself. You know, I see something I don't like. Maybe it's something they've done. Maybe it's some way that they're parenting that I think I have, um, you know, a suggestion. And I have to kind of like put it out there gently, you know, in some, time, in some ways, sometimes. Okay, that's doable. That is not hard. And I'm not attached to whether they listen to me full-hearted or they don't. I just think that I am dropping a little mommy seed. And they may pick it up, maybe they don't pick it up this time. 
maybe in five years from now, I will turn around, they will turn around, and all of a sudden they will be doing what I planted my seed, and they won't even know where they got it, and I won't care, just as long as they grow and they learn and we're all one big happy family. So I'm not attached. That is the best way to go into a relationship not being attached. Now, you have issues with a partner. You have issues whether it's a husband, a wife, another kind of partner, whatever it is like we've talked about before. What do you do? You're in a storm. Well, communication is key. You know, maybe you don't say everything. Maybe you start by saying something. Maybe you start by asking a question. So you're in a relationship. Maybe you say, you know, I want to ask you something. Do you notice blah, blah, blah? You know, and they might say, yeah, I notice the same thing. Or, nope, I don't see that. Okay, well, I just wanted to check. I just want, you know, wanted to see if you felt this way or you saw this. And so maybe they, they, they don't. So maybe you then turn around and you can say, okay, well, I think, you know, maybe we can try something a little different. Would you be in agreement with that? You know, it's not changing everything, just changing something. Communicate, talk, listen to the answer, listen to what's going on. Listen to the way somebody responds to you. Listen to the way they don't. Don't make it all about you. Make it about the relationship. You know, be a fly on the relationship's wall. If you make it all about yourself, you take every, you'll take a lot of things personally. If you make it about the relationship, it's bigger than you. And you'll be able to hear better. Do that. And if there's something that is hard, again, Get help. Ask somebody for help. Ask this partner, your friend, your loved one, whoever that person is. Ask them. Get under that same umbrella and see if you can figure it out without blame. You know, very often people are put on the defensive. You know, we are only but so strong. And we take a lot during the day. We take a lot. As human beings, whether it's getting in your car and driving and having to drive through traffic, I don't like rain. I just don't see through rain well. And lately, I'm not seeing through the sun well either because it's really bright. And it's, it's like in my eyes. So by the end of a trip for me, if it's even a 10-minute drive and I get somewhere after being in the rain or driving at night or when the sun is like beating down me, I'm like fried. I'm like mush meat. So all I'm doing is like thanking God and praying that I, you know, I made it and I'm thank, you know, thanking the, the universe. So if somebody came to me in that moment with a complaint about something about me or something was going on, it might be hard for me to hear it. But depending on how the person approaches me and all of that, and I'm not that weak, but there are my moments. So realize we don't always know the, the, the shoes somebody just walked in. Where did they just come from? What did they just face? How was things for them that day? You know, we don't always know. So be kind of gentle with people because we all, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it can be rough going and we don't know. So, you know, get under the same umbrella, do your best, ask questions, listen, Remember, you're not walking in everybody's shoes. You don't know where they were today. And to be perfectly honest with you, you don't know where they were yesterday. 
and you don't know where they were last year that made them or helped them be a certain way. So, but, but relationships are key, and we can work on them, and they can improve. Believe me, I can look back on a lot of hairy relationships I've had in my day that have gotten a lot better when I don't take things personally, and I'm like, all right, let me give it a try, and I never give up. I might not do it every day, or I might try not, I might not try something every week, but I'm going to keep trying something, okay? You're smiling. Huh? What are you smiling Makes about? Sense. Yeah, can you hear him? Can you, everybody hear you? Which part? I did everything that you're saying. It just, uh, I'm yeah. like a motor mouth, aren't I? Oh. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm living these things, too. I'm not, you know, life is, it's lovely, but I will tell you, it is a challenge. And we, and we just have to, and it's messy. Life is messy, right? I mean, it's, it's messy. And, and, you know, some things we clean up and some things don't get cleaned up. Some things will get cleaned up on their own. What can you do? You just do the best you can and you wade through the water. You walk, you know, you dance in the rain and you do your best you can. You can't ask anybody for any more than do the best you can. Cannot. And even of yourself. You know, I think that's a big deal, obviously. <laughs> Everything we see in the world was seeing through these eyes. Well, I'm seeing them through your, my eyes. You're seeing through your eyes. So if you are coming from a stormy inside, you are going to see everything stormy or a lot of things stormy. If you come with, you know, a realization that stormy, calm, it's all the same thing. It's how I look at it. It's what can I do in this moment. It's this is taking me down now, but I, you know, I've had things take me down before. I'm going to get back up again. I don't know when, but I will sometime. Let's be realistic. If you just look at the world with some sunlight, that's what, how it's going to be. You know, it's just how it's going to be. And if you look at it like it's all just for you know going down the tube that's how it's going to be and it's not going it's not all going down the tube even if you think so i don't think it is i just don't think every moment of every day is going down the tube so all right next one now oh, this is a long one okay you want to read it okay will you please read it though you can't read it okay Strong women aren't simply born. We are forged through the challenges of life. With each challenge, we grow mentally and emotionally. We move forward with our head held high and a strength that cannot be denied. And I could replace all of those words all the women words with men too. A man who's been through the storm and survived, we are one, we are warriors. Okay. We are, we're all warriors. I don't have to know you. If you are living in a storm and you are still living in a storm and you're still here, you are a warrior. There is something keeping you going. And in that something that's keeping you going is your strength. So even though you may not recognize much of a calm, if you are still here, you are a warrior. 
if you are going through storms and calms and storms, storms and calms and calms and storms and storms and storms and calms and calms, you are a warrior. You are a peaceful warrior, but you are a warrior. Maybe you're not standing there with a gun in your hand, and maybe you're not beating somebody up, and you're not a, a, you're not a you know a warrior on the lines. You are a peaceful warrior, but you are a warrior nonetheless. And I want to you know I want to thank you for being that person who you know is somehow some way some shape or form is holding on for dear life, but you're still here. So give yourself like kudos for that and maybe that will will allow you to have calm in this in maybe in five minutes maybe in you know today just knowing that somehow you're making it through because um, you are and it's not easy like we say so you are you are strong you are here you are a man, you are a woman, you are a they, you are whoever you are. Just keep making it through. That's all. Just keep making it through. Find that way. Find that person. Find that chocolate cake. I mean, ice cream. I mean, let me tell you what. There are some things that have made helped me make it through some days. So what? I'm a human being. You know, so what? I'm as long as I'm not like really hurting somebody else, other than myself eating a chocolate cake. But it's gluten free, so what the heck? Now, but you know, just if I think part of all of this is allowing ourselves to be human and to know that you know sometimes that cake sounds really good and we're going to eat it, or that ice cream, or you know something. And that tomorrow's another day. And to, to lay forgiveness down is a really important thing. Because if you don't, then that cake turns into a cake every day. But if you allow yourself to say, you know what, I just need some comfort food, and I'm going to get that comfort food, and nobody, including myself, is going to stop me from eating that comfort food because I need it today, go ahead. Because when you do that, you'll need it less tomorrow. I promise. Just let yourself have the cake. Let yourself have something that you need. Let yourself go ask your friend for some support. Go ask your, your, your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, your partner. Just tell them today is just not a good day. Or, you know what? Don't forget to tell everybody that today is a really good day because you know what? We all need to hear that too. We all need more than every, anything is to hear that people are having a good day. That people have, you know, people in their lives that are supporting them and helping them. And if you have five minutes of something good, tell people that you love, that you have had that five minutes. Let me tell you what, the sunshine will shine bright down on you and everybody else. So whatever it takes in, like that, go do it. It'll be very helpful to everybody. Okay. Next one. The only safe ship in a storm is leadership. Okay. Let's talk about leadership. It's not the only. But it, when you are dealing with 
a business, a company, an organization where you are a leader, or maybe you're not. Maybe you have not accessed your leadership skills yet, or maybe you have. Maybe you're a manager, and maybe you don't know the difference. But leadership is a phenomenal place to be, whether you are the leader in you assume. And, you know, being the leader doesn't mean you're the only one. You can be a leader in your house today, and somebody else is a leader, you know, tomorrow. You can, you can be a leader in your office without a title, but it's a great place to be. And it's a strong place to be. And it's a place that welcomes everyone. Because leaders are people who are leading. They're guiding. They are supporting people. They're saying, come on, go ahead, come with me. You know, or they're saying, oh, okay, I'll come with you. Because they're not threatened. That's what a leader, a leader is not threatened. A leader is an invitation for us all to work together, to come together, for everybody to be strong, everybody to be as smart as possible, you know, everybody to do their best. And a leader leads all that. A leader encourages all that. A leader helps to create that. That's what a leader does. So when this quote says, the only safe ship in a storm is a leader, it's, it's um, a leader helps guide the ship. That's what a leader does. A leader helps guide the boat through a storm. And anybody can be a leader. And you don't have to have the degrees or the position or the money or any of it. You just have a flicker of an idea that says, you know what, why don't we try it this way? Why don't we go this way? What about this opportunity? What about that opportunity? What about this person? What about if we ask this person? That's what a leader does. A leader can be anybody. Anybody can be a leader in a moment and guide that ship out of a storm into more calm or into another storm for somebody else to pick up. Okay? So leaders are phenomenal. And remember, anybody can be a leader. And you can have many, 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 many leaders at one time. Okay? Just remember... And when you're dancing, one person leads at a time. One person, you know, might go left, then the next time the other person goes right, and that's okay, right? Because you can't both be going at the same time different places. Okay, next one. Okay, an eagle uses the storm to reach unimaginable heights. So fly. Be an eagle. Go above the fray. You know, go above the storm and take a look and go, okay, what's down here? What do I need to assess? And up there, there's no ego. Up there, you're ego-free. And you go and you check it out and you go, hmm. It's like being somewhere over the rainbow, right? Why, oh, why can't I? Everybody can, anybody, if you, if you want to, and you want to work on it, can get above the rainbow and look down and go, okay. Now what? And then you be a leader. And then you go, okay, now what? Okay, I'm going to go this way. Or I'm going to try this. Or I'm going to do something different. And remember what? If it doesn't work in that something different, you can try something else. Okay? As long as you, a 
allow yourself to do that. Okay, the final one, you would think I timed this show, right? The last one and almost out of time. Amazing, right? Okay, the last one. Storms make trees take deeper roots. Oh, I love that one. Storms take tree, make trees have deeper roots. That's what they do. They give us strength. They allow us to, you know, sp spread in the dirt, in the earth. They allow us to ground ourselves. They allow us to be stronger, to be more of who we were made to be, intended to be, who we want to create ourselves to be. I don't know everything that's out here. I'm just putting one, one root in front of my other root. And I have a lot of roots. It doesn't mean that I'm always strong, but if it wasn't for some of those roots, God only knows where this tree would be. So everything that we do, a lot of things that we do, just make us be stronger and stronger. Okay, so we have a few moments left. Enough time for anybody to call in if you want. Then just know you always can call in. You know, I'm always open to hear what you have to say, you know, whether you, you know, have something different to say, you disagree, you agree, you have an idea for a show, you have an idea for something, I would love to hear from you. 919-518-9773. Or you can always join us in our chat. Uh, you can always come in on Skype, Computers2K Voice. And we most of the time have a guest on our show, some, someone who's doing something that is extraordinary in some way, a tool, a strategy, a technique, something that we all can learn and grow from. But sometimes, we have an opportunity just kind of tuck away together and just chat. So even if you're not chatting with me directly, I feel like you are. So I'm not talking to the I'm not talking to the wall. I know I'm talking to you. So all right, here's my books. In just one afternoon, listening to lots of men, twins, millennials, and soon opioid addiction. They will um, all of them are on Amazon, but the opioid one is in the process of beginning its editing. So that hopefully in the very near future will be available as well. They're available on, on ebook. They're available in print. Uh, so please, they've got great stories and lots to learn and lots of ways of connecting with um, other people and learning. So with that, my friends, loved ones, people I don't know yet who I would love to know, please feel free to reach out to me anytime at Marilyn at reenchantplanetearth.com and you can if you look down underneath the video you can also right sign up for iTunes and receive our yeah, shows where SVD okay so you can do that and we will have another way for you to do that as well so that you can constantly be kept in the loop and see our shows anyway with that I love you all very much. Thank you for having me in wherever you are, in your homes, in your office, in your car, wherever you are listening or watching. Thank you so much for the honor of being here with you today. Amnon thanks you too. And we will see you next week. Bye.